difficult, difficult, women. Wait, why is this frozen now? Okay, great. Oh, I'm frozen. Nope, it was, but now it's now it's working. I don't know. Burn it all to the ground. Yeah. Hello. Welcome, everybody. Welcome. Uh, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Is everybody just doing perfectly well? So good. I'm Marie. I'm Katie. We, this is our podcast. It's called Difficult Women Podcast. I think today it could be called, like, fucking feisty women or, like, I will, I will scratch your eyes out women podcast. Thought, or... that's, the, that's what I think of when I think of difficult women. <laughs> That's true. It's I true. will murder Very you in your sleep, women. <laughs> Today at lunch, I was like, I have to record, uh, you know, my podcast later, Difficult Women. My dad was like, why isn't there Difficult Man podcast? I was like, I'm going to rip your head oh off. My <laughs> God. Oh, my God. <laughs> so annoying. I love it's, your dad, but it's also, time what? for me to leave the nest <laughs> <No>. again. <laughs> oh, now you're frozen. I'll see. We're frozen. What's happening? The internet connection is unstable, and so am I. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it is just reflecting how we're all feeling right now. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, anyway, <gasps> hey, how's it Hi. going? What's so new? great. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I don't even know where to begin. <laughs> well, why don't we just begin like this? And why don't we just say that today was a day. We Obviously, we love making our podcast, and we want to make sure everybody has something to listen to on a Tuesday. Uh, but also, we were like, fuck everything <laughs> so this episode is just like a fuck everything episode it's gonna be real fun i hope or um or not we'll see <laughs> real sad no it's gonna be good i'm excited no it's gonna be good i'll start with a really cool fun story real short though because yes, it's short is good uh Stories so good. you know i'm still in nashville with my parents leaving in one day so this is i'm counting down uh but this this last week Maybe even two weeks. I don't even know. There has been a creature inside our wall in the den. And we'll be watching TV and all of a sudden we'll hear something. And it gives me PTSD of that time when I had a raccoon in my Brooklyn apartment wall. And then the raccoon met a, met a mate, brought him back. Had I heard them making love. They had a full on baby, all these babies in the wall. Does, and like my landlord was like, I can't do anything about it. Is, I just on a side note, is raccoon love sound like... <laughs> like what i imagine that raccoon that sounds like i told you this story like yeah, well, yeah my boyfriend had moved out and the first night by myself i heard raccoons making love that yeah it sounded like satan was yeah. coming out of my walls <laughs> i love that your client so, making love anyway yes continue <laughs> so anyway i have this like ptsd of any creature in any wall so we've been hearing this thing like scratching and we're leaving town and my mom doesn't want this whatever it is to die in the wall because you know the smell of that is just no good i used to work at a restaurant where things would die in the wall all the time so yeah i know, I know that smell first. you used to work at a restaurant with just like rodents running around yeah, on yeah. people's food and then, we'd, and then we'd like seat the people near the dead rodent we're like here you have to sit here because we have no other tables it was really bad anyway sorry i keep interrupting you i don't mean to no it's good this is this kind of podcast today oh. just free balling it yep. um i'm not wearing any panties it's fine no. um I actually have not worn underwear for like all of quarantine, but that's a whole other thing. So back to the story. <laughs> um, so my mom then, of course, Googled how to capture a creature in the wall. So they, I came out uh, of my bedroom yesterday and they're drilling a, a bit, pretty big hole into the wall. And mom and dad together working as a team, as they always do, putting a box with a hole in it and then taping the box to the wall and in the box is food. So in hopes that this creature will be lured out by the food. Nothing. We, we kept hearing the creature yesterday, but nothing came. So then this morning, my mom was like, oh, you know, maybe we need to drill another hole closer to where the sound is coming from because maybe there's a beam. So sure mm. enough, there was a beam. Whatever the creature was couldn't get to the food. So they did it. And um, I, la I had to run an errand. My dad was outside mowing the lawn and I came back from my errand and my mom was like, I did it. I caught it. It was a salamander. A huge Ugh. salamander. I mean, I love lizards. I love salamanders, but not when they're like in your walls unexpectedly. Yeah. So here's my fear about this. <laughs> Where did it come from? I don't and know. And are there more? There's, <laughs> is there I a mean, hole they can get in? Probably. Something's up. Something they're going to. Maybe, maybe they. Maybe the creature made love with another creature and there's more to come. 
you know who knows? <laughs> more love making in your stories <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> my, somebody's got to make love these days <laughs> yeah no joke um it, let it be the animals it's fine um <laughs> my my mother so they don't they have mice a little bit but not so much but like and they have like some bugs but the bugs are weird where my mom lives but the, what they have their infestation are geckos Geckos. And the geckos will get in and they'll be you'll be like going to bed and about to turn off the light and you like lay down and then directly above you on the ceiling will be like a giant gecko. And then you're like, oh, my God, <laughs> like what do we do? Oh, right. When I came and stayed there. Yeah. Did you say I a heard gecko? screaming? Oh, well, right. I heard oh, yes, you're screaming the day you were there. <laughs> I was going to say, oh, God, I popped out of bed because you were screaming and I was like, what's happening? And you I go into your room and you have a broom. Yeah. And your mother's there laughing. <laughs> laughing. It was so it was, Do you see it? Though? Remember how big it was? Oh, it was yeah. It was. One. Yeah. Are you sure it wasn't like an iguana? <laughs> I mean, it maybe a baby iguana. Was, there uh, also she gets uh, one time she got a snake in her house. Oh, and I found no, it no. like at three in the morning. And so I was oh, like no. trying to broom the snake out of the house without waking them up because it was late and they don't need this. <laughs> and then I was oh, like, yeah. can I just go to sleep with the snake in the house? I was like, no, I have to do something. So I got oh, it. Yeah. It was like a baby snake, but it was still a snake. Oh, no, no. It was rough. I had a roommate whose cat used to bring me snakes all the time. So yikes. I, I know how that feeling. But anyway, wait. How so exciting, I just wanna, though. My mother doesn't listen to our podcast anymore, but I just want to shout out to my mother. <laughs> uh, way to go, yeah. Linda. <laughs> you caught a, a salamander. Good that will job. probably be back when you come well, back. You know what? I don't mean to be trip. negative about it. Maybe it was just like an accident. It found a little hole in the outside of the house, and then it was like, oh, shit, I didn't mean to come in here. And then it forgot how to get out. Yeah. You know, houses are big compared to salamanders. That's it's true. It's like a maze. That's true. For some reason, it reminds me of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is like an origin story for some sort of like, like they get trapped in your house and it's like, oh, and then he like grows into like a big man, big salamander yeah. man. Oh, God, that's so scary. <laughs> <laughs> I've been seeing a lot of lizard man stuff coming up right now. Oh, God. Might as well have salamander man. Sure. <laughs> Salaman so anyway. Salamander. And then Salama oh. This is like the beginning of a romantic comedy. And then you guys can make love. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a huge tail yeah. yeah all right this is going great i love this no it's, we need it we need to just <laughs> we, need, release. we need it we, we need, need it uh got a covid test this week that's also very exciting how did it go did it hurt your nose like it didn't everybody was so you know you hear different things of like oh my god it's so painful like you're gonna it's gonna <laughs> pop your brain and bleed or i don't know so many people were speculating on what how it was going to go but honestly it was no big deal and and the people that were working there the the nurses doctors whoever whoever was the people directing traffic i don't know it was awesome and oh. we got it in got it out done i don't know my results because the website that they told me to go to says error not found so that's oh, a whole well that's good <laughs> oh god nick just can't get it together i always imagined it would be sort of like a pap smear like a, yeah, you know what I mean? Where they just, they just kind of shove it in and take it out and you're like, ah. and then it's not like you don't want to have it done every day. It's not sexy, but you're like, okay, it's over. Truthfully, it, it felt exactly like a pap smear, but in my nose in and, face. and not as long, not as long. Oh, it, oh, it, it was like quicker. Oh, love yeah. It. Sometimes with the pap smear, I feel like they're, they're like digging forever. for gold. Yeah. Like, yeah. What's, like, what's happening? Get out of there. But also it has reminded me that I need to go get a pap smear. Oh, my God. I need to go to the doctor so bad, but I'm scared to leave the yeah. house. <laughs> Just Part of my tooth fell off the other day, so I got to figure <gasps> that out, too. What? what did yeah, you? Did like, you bite into something? Or? No, I was just listening to the news. <laughs> <laughs> it, just, it was like, I'm out of here. Just like, I can't take it anymore. <laughs> Too much yeah. news. It's not that bad, but I can, you know, when you, part of your tooth falls off, uh, no, it's you not can good. feel it. No, no. That's, I mean... What do they do, though? I think they just take a file and file it down. I don't know. I feel like I'm going to try to don't sand it down do myself. Don't do that. No, no? please. Okay. No, no, no. Oh, my God. <laughs> Nothing makes me more uncomfortable than the idea of filing your tooth down by yourself. Please don't. You're going to hit like a nerve right. or something. You will regret that. No, but I'm going to go back to New York and try to get, well, depending on how everything goes, but pap smear, got to go to the dentist. I'm going to try to get a haircut. How do you feel on that in New York City? So I'll tell I got you, an email from my salon saying I don't know what your salon is like. Um, and if you want to switch people for a day, I definitely recommend my lady because she works. Her name is Kayla 
I don't know how to say her last name though. <laughs> Kayla Bazoir. It's like French. I don't know, but she, oh. uh, she's she's like not French, but um, she is lovely. and I love her, but she also works in Red Hook. So it's a little out of the way, but she's in the back of a record store. This sounds really shady. It's not quite what shady Katie. as it sounds. There's like a salon, but she's really good. I followed her here because she was so good. And it's just hers. Nobody else works in there. Nobody oh. else touches anything. Nobody else waits. You know, like I guess she could have in the back in the olden days she could have had people waiting but now she's like no we're not having anybody waiting so it's only two people in at a time she wrote a letter saying i'm gonna wear a mask not a letter but she wrote an email <laughs> she, she sent, sent you an a letter <laughs> yeah, exactly um and everybody's wearing masks and it's just her in there and then she has time to clean everything down before the next person so it's not like multiple people coming in and out so anyway if anybody dm us and i'll send you information if you live in brooklyn or new york and want a haircut and you're scared because she's also the best haircut person I've ever gone to in my life. So it's not just like, uh, she'll be good enough. It's like she's the best and the safest. Okay, maybe maybe uh, I'll go to her now. Yeah, let me know. Let me know. Yeah. Anywhere I can ride my bike to. That's the only problem with my salon because it's in Manhattan. And oh, you could- I have ridden my bike all over Manhattan, but I've also almost been killed many times riding my bike all over Manhattan. Well, you could definitely so- ride your bike to Red Hook. It's like so oh, yeah. not so yeah. populated. and I used to go to that the grocery store out there. When I had oh, a bike, yeah. Oh, yeah. but now I'm, br- I'm bringing, I'm coming back with a car and a bike, and you could drive your car there. Do oh, you yeah. want to drive your car to Manhattan? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm gonna literally drive up there, burn the car, and see, burn it all down. Yep. Just gonna light yeah. it on fire. And Done. Then, Perfect. You Done. don't have to worry it. about it anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's like a good way to just deal with stuff. Just like I just don't want to deal with this anymore. I'm just gonna light it on fire. Perfect. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's um, how I feel these days. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think of like anything exciting that I've, well, I did do, I know this is like my big news today, but I, and we talked about it a little bit, but I did that, uh, the film festival that you did yesterday. Yes. Uh, the at home film festival. Yes. It's so fun. Everybody should watch the show when they do it. Cause it really is one of my favorite, uh, zoom shows, like online pandemic shows uh and like comedians and people make little films and then they show them and the two girls ashley brooke roberts and sarah tolamash are so funny together and i really so enjoy funny. watching them talk, talk i don't know i just love them uh and you did it and you made such a great film that i really love and then i put mine up yesterday so that was very exciting to just like Yay! do something creative that's not really pandemic related and like is you know it's just nice to have some outlet but before we did the the show so I went on the show and like talked about it like you did too uh and before I did that I decided I needed to treat I went grocery shopping I was not feeling inspired by food at all I was just like <laughs> I'm over it burn it all down like I was just like I, I don't know what to eat <laughs> and as I'm like walking through the grocery store my eye catches um some pate (laughs) and I was like fuck it I'm gonna have like the fanciest meal the most expensive like grocery store meal I can like (laughs) procure so I bought like um I got pate and I made a little bit of toast with my pate and then I had I did like the um what's that the mozzarella tomato basil salad Oh, caprese, caprese salad. salad. Sorry if that offended anybody. But <laughs> no, oh, yeah. It, all the, yeah. Caprese, my terrible Italian accent. Because we are charting on Italy in Italy. Oh, we love Italy. Oh, my God. And Spain, right? Oh, my God. And Spain. I went to Spain last summer. Um, but I also had, I also made shrimp cocktail. Girl. And it was like, I thought, I'm just going to take these shrimp and just boil them. It'll be fine. And then I was like, let me just Google real quick. It is like so fancy the way you make shrimp for shrimp cocktail. Do you know? How fancy it is! You take like a you take like a pan, fill with water, put some put some put some lemon and some like some like uh, peppercorn in there. Just throw it in there. You boil the water, boil all up, and I'm like, when do I put in the shrimp? When do I put those shrimp in? Nope, not yet, not yet, bitch. Hold on, wait. Get, wait. get the aromatics going. Get the aromatics uh-huh. going. Get that boiling going. Takes a minute. Sits in there. Then you take the water off the heat. Then you stop it from oh. boiling, and then you put the shrimp in. And I was like, genius. Is this a French thing? This feels French. Am I? I feel French. Julie Childs probably s- said to take it off the, the heat. They were perfect. 
Like they were not, they were perfect. And it was so easy to do. And like, and I remember I said like, I'm going to have the most expensive dinner ever. I think that the whole dinner with all those fancy things was like $10. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa, Katie, that's so much money. (laughs) Oh God. But it was oh, great. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah, yeah just like treat my, it was like my pre-show meal. Because remember sometimes we would have lovely pre-show meals back in the olden days. That was the only reason why we toured, Katie. So we could go to all <laughs> so the So we could go eat. I oh, mean, how man. many times did we almost miss the show just because we were yapping on, drinking also, we another like, bottle of wine? We, we just, it doesn't matter. We're just going to eat at this yard house. For- oh, God. Oh, best. I do. Oh, we the reformed wars love a yard house, y'all. It's a it's a chain restaurant all across southeast. I don't even I don't even no, know. It's every random. It's like any random town that's not New York. New York needs a yard house. Although New York would ruin it. It would get all crummy. But I love. But yard they house. have. Remember when we performed in that mall and we invited that guy that we thought was somebody else. It was just oh yeah, the whole thing. But anyway. <laughs> Such it's a, a long weird, story. Weird Don't worry day. about it. Um, weird trip. <laughs> but uh, uh, we they had happy hour, but at like ten o'clock at night, right? Which like, hello, that is the happiest of hours. So yes. why why bars should really do more <laughs> of that? But I just remember any place with like five dollar cocktails, five dollar apps, and the yard food house. is like so. I, and it is a chain. I get it. It's probably owned by terrible people. I don't even want to know because. Everything is so bad now anyway. But like the food is so good. It's like almost like a cheesecake factory, but like better. And like <laughs> less. <laughs> this is sort of sad. Like this is what we're reminiscing about. But oh my God, I love a good yard house. I bet I could start crying right now. I mean, I'm getting teary. Talking about, I know. <laughs> and we always Seriously. The Bay. When we tour. The, the Oyster Bay. Like a bottle of Oyster Bay. No, it was Echo. Oh, Echo, Echo Dominico. Or, oh, yeah, Dimani or something. Oh, God, yeah. It was the cheapest white wine. And, and it was great. It was perfect. <laughs> remember, they have different pour sizes, which oh, right. you could do like six ounces, four ounces, like, which is normal or something, right. or like six eight or, or ten. Like 70. <laughs> just like, yeah, just go for it. Yeah. Uh, it was great. Anyway, and salad. Well, oh, anyway, <laughs> it's so good. It's Does anyone so good. please message us if you have a yard house in your neighborhood? <laughs> Oh, it's probably yeah. not open, but but you know what yard house doesn't have hmm. a yard. No, no. I was just thinking not like outdoor they could seating. still be. No, it's like a mall place. Mm-hmm. That's we've, too bad for yard house. I'm just reminiscing, but we've been to the one in Atlanta, Georgia. Mm-hmm. We've been to the one in San Antonio, Texas. Mm-hmm. We've been in the one in Chicago. That's what I was going to say. Uh, I want to say somewhere in North Carolina, possibly. Yeah. It's, although we also love Tupelo Honey. That's true. North Carolina, shout yeah. out. Um, <laughs> yeah, anyway. <laughs> this oh, is, this like is our really awesome feminist podcast about Yard House. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Love a Yard House. You know, um, what else? Yeah, I don't but know if malls. Are mall, malls are not open right now, are they? I think in Texas they are. <laughs> <laughs> Judging by the numbers, it seems like they might be. Oh, God. Florida, that's, Florida's up. Oh, 9,000 new cases today. I am not like, I'm not happy about that by any means, but also like, we told you so. Like, <laughs> this is like so, it's so frustrating. Those numbers are almost New York numbers. Yeah. That's crazy. I mean, they are New York numbers. New York, New York is going like, to become bad. the safe haven. See, this, that's why I stayed. That's because I knew just hang in there. <laughs> Although I don't, I don't trust that either. Everyone's going to keep moving around the country and it's going to just be like a nightmare. It'll be totally fine, though, you guys. We're all going to be fine. <laughs> it's going to be great. I'm going to come back to New York. I'm going to quarantine for 14 days. Great. And then wear it's a mask. on. I'm going to go get a pap smear. <laughs> yeah, get that. Don't pap smear, cue the heavy metal. Pap smear. Um... I need a pap smear. Well, we got a um, not an email, but I got a letter from the '90s. I'd like to read to everybody. Oh yes, please. Is that okay? Of course, <laughs> everything is okay on this episode. Okay. Not like things aren't okay on other episodes, but so this is our burn it down episode. But here's some hope and light and wonderfulness. Um, so, like I've said, I've been at my parents' house for three months now, and uh, just in the last like couple of weeks, I've been trying to find this letter that I received when I was in third grade from Barbara Jordan. Now, 
I think I've been seeing a lot of things floating around um, saying who Barbara Jordan is because a lot of people are like, oh, I didn't even know this woman. Well, let me tell you, she was my role model when I was in third grade, so much so that I wrote her a letter saying how much I loved her and how much she inspired me to get into politics. Of course, that was in third grade. Things have been have changed since. (laughs) (laughs) But Barbara Jordan, if you don't know. Barbara Jordan was the first black woman elected to the Texas State Senate. She was later elected as the first black woman representing any southern district in Congress. Mm. In 1976, the Democratic Party invited Jordan as the first black female keynote speaker at the Democratic National Convention. Former President Carter kept her on a short list of potential running mates due to her excellence as a lawmaker and speaker. And former President Bill Clinton awarded her the Presidential Medal of Honor, and he he really wanted to elect her to Supreme Court judge, but she, because of her health issues, she um, wasn't nominated and oh. elected and stuff, so she actually Super. passed during that time. But oh. honestly, I can't remember what the report was or why I wrote her other than that I think we had to pick somebody that in in the spotlight that we admired or some I, I don't know the... I don't know why I wrote her really other than I thought she was real cool. But she wrote me back when I was younger and it it really had a profound effect on me of just that this person with in politics would take the time to write my young self. Her words really stuck with me and I found the letter this week. And my mom had so kept cool. it. Yeah, it was tucked away in an old scrapbook with like prom photos. Whew, that was fun looking through. But I just wanted to read this little part. Um, My parents treated their children in such a way that it never occurred to us to be anything less than the best that we could be. We were taught the importance of good education and strong moral values. As a child, I heard a black woman lawyer speak and decided that I wanted to become a lawyer. I later realized that goal, however, justice was and is an important value to me, so I decided to enter the field of politics. It was in this capacity that I felt I would be best able to change what I felt to be wrong or unjust in our society. Being a black and a woman initially made it more difficult to break into predominantly white male career areas, but I found that if I proved myself to be competent, well-informed, and credible, I was accepted and treated according to my abilities. It is also important to me to be able to use all of my intellect and resources to their full potential. I believe that with hard work and determination, it is possible to overcome great obstacles and accomplish whatever you wish in life. I send best wishes to you and your family. Good luck with your report. Barbara Jordan. That's she signed so it right cool. there. But I remember, I mean, I was young, but I just remember so much that hard work and determination with that I could do anything and that just stuck with me so much and I remember when she passed away and I was just so I I just I don't know I never met the woman but I just felt such a connection to her because of her letter to me and just taking the time out of her super busy schedule to write this little kid so anyway that was like a really fun silver lining in all this that's very nice to find that I it kind of as you were reading it I was like didn't I write a letter to somebody and get a response I was like oh right so when I was a kid about the same age I loved dinosaurs I was like obsessed with dinosaurs and I like was I just thought about them all the time and I also kind of thought like I can solve all the mysteries of the universe as a third grader I don't know what but I remember thinking like maybe they didn't realize that dinosaurs they look a lot like lizards. <laughs> and so maybe dinosaurs came from like lizards. And I think about, oh, I know. No, I'm sorry. I'm totally wrong. I remember what it was. My th- hypothesis was we used to go to the zoo a lot because it was free and in D.C. And uh, you'd go to like, I love the reptile house. And I remember thinking like maybe like maybe that like dinosaurs haven't died off really because we have lizards. And like maybe lizards are just like a almost like a vestigial structure, like a, a leftover remnant of like dinosaur period. And so I was like, so maybe the dinosaurs never really did die. And like that was sort of like my heart just wanted that to be true. And so I decided to write a letter to like some one at the Smithsonian Institute, some scientist somewhere. And I wrote this letter being like, my hypothesis is that maybe like dinosaurs aren't fully extinct and he wrote me back and was like um thank you for your letter it's so nice of you to write me uh also no you're wrong that's totally wrong you stupid bitch like it was just like so like no birds i mean uh dinosaurs actually really are descendants of birds so no 
Then I want to be like, then maybe the birds are still dinosaurs. Come on. Like, <laughs> I wanted to like, then I wanted to fight. But that's me. That's how I am. Anyway, I'm glad your letter was nicer than mine. <laughs> no, you stupid bitch. <laughs> oh, you stupid idiot. Oh, <laughs> man. Uh, yeah. Did Jurassic Park just blow your brain? Oh, I mean, you, finally you have saw no idea. Like that movie. Yeah. Like it didn't like change my life because I already like love dinosaurs, but it really made me even more more sure that I was going to become a paleontologist. And look at how everything turned out. <laughs> yeah, look at us. I'm a politician. You're <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh God. Anyway, it's good. Burn it all down. Burn it all Burn down. Burn it all down. Speaking of burning it all down, uh, another way I used to send letters to would I would send them to. Um, there was like a. a when the internet was just newly born, there was not much on it. I don't know if you remember that like time on the internet where like there's like five websites and you could be like, oh, one of the websites, though, was this like it was like somebody had compiled a list of. I thought you were about to say adamandeve.com. Oh, yeah, actually, adamandeve.com. <laughs> just let's do that one first. Free stuff is awesome, but free stuff to spice up your bedroom is even better. Select almost any one item for 50% off, and then Adam and Eve loads on the free stuff. Enter offer code HORIO at checkout and get 10 tantalizing free gifts. A sexy item for him, a special gift for her, and a third item you'll both enjoy. And six free spicy movies. Ooh. Plus, free shipping. That's HORIO. W-H-O-R-E-O. HORIO at adamandeve.com. <laughs> That's amazing. That would be amazing. That website has been there since the beginning. I mean, Thank God. that's why it's called Adam and Eve. It's the first one. Um, that's right. But so this website, the one of the few websites that existed were it was like a website where you could find addresses for famous people to send a letter to them and like ask for a like an autograph. Mm-hmm. So I did that and I would I would just spend all my free time like sending letters to like famous people trying to get autographs. And like I got I got Frank Oz. I got Rosie O'Donnell. I got the cast from Caroline in the City. <laughs> I, got, I just had something really, I still have them. But like Hollywood, you know, I wanted to be a part of Hollywood. So speaking of burning it down, one of the things that is burning down right now is the entertainment industry. Everything is like, so it, I mean, for multiple reasons, I think things are going crazy over there. And one of them, though, is that like, it's hard to get restarted. Like, how do we, mm-hmm. like, do movies again? And so I was sort of feeling depressed about that or whatever uh, recently. And then I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Fuck the system. Fuck everything the way that it's been. They didn't want us. They can go fuck themselves. We do our own thing the way we want to do it. We have, you know, let's just TikTok ourselves into fame or something. <laughs> <laughs> but I was just like, fuck everybody. Fuck the whole thing. Fuck everybody. Yeah, I've just been mad at the gatekeepers all along. Yes, like the, I'm this, over it. Yeah, so fucking over it. Katie and I had a whole other conversation on the telephone. Can Imagine that the yeah. other day. We didn't record it. We <laughs> didn't put it on. But just talking about everything that's going on um, in the comedy world and Hollywood, just everything. And, with, and yeah. just how much we've been fucked over by the system because right. we did not play along. And you sent me that tweet. Was it a tweet? Mm-hmm. From Twitter. Twitter. <laughs> Somebody uh, tweeted on Twitter. <laughs> Oops, I tweeted. Someone recently told me that difficult to work with often means difficult to take advantage of in creative industries. And I haven't stopped thinking about that for weeks. And I haven't either. And that's why I sent it to you. Because that is like, number one. Yeah, it, it keeps I, me up at night now. <laughs> yeah. Just kidding. Well, well I mean, it guys, literally but, keeps me up at yeah. night. I like cannot <laughs> sleep. But that's a whole other story. Um, yeah. But like, I... That's we had a whole situation that was exactly that where our we had like a team of managers and well, not, well, managers and agents at the time. And uh, they like dropped us because they were like, you're too difficult. That was like literally the terminology that they said is we were too difficult to work with. And mind you, if you've ever met us or worked with us, we could not be easier to work with. We're always excited to do cool things. We always want to make things work. We're nice people, you know. Yeah. We but drink we a lot. Not, we drink a lot. We party. We have we, friendly. We'll invite we you over. Well. To, we'll invite you to Yard House even if we thought you were somebody else. Like, yeah, it's fine. It doesn't matter. We are we so good people. Great. We're good people. We're, and like we're good um, people. But if you say like we want you to 
you know, be strippers or something, we'd be like, no, thanks. Not That's not for us. <laughs> you know what I mean? And if you say something like that, I don't know why I said strippers, but it just like as an example of something that we just weren't going to do. We want you to do parodies. If they had been like, now you're going to start doing parodies of songs. We'd been like, no, that's not what we do, though. Right. There's nothing wrong with parodies. It's just not what we do. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That, but that. It's so just... they can all fuck themselves like <laughs> hardcore. <laughs> yeah. I just think that that tweet just nails it. It's just difficult to take advantage of. We really. But that's where I think that I'm so proud of where we've, you know, our, our journey in the 10 years we've been together as a band is that how many times we could have just compromise, not even compromised. That's not the right word because we I mean, there was no compromising <laughs> there in some of the situations that people wanted us to do. The name of our band is Reformed Whores. You know, I think everybody whores themselves out to some relationships to uh, to their jobs to just so many different things and like we started the band so we could really push against any kind of conforming into the social into the showbiz and really do it ourselves and then um we have I mean why why start a band with morals if you have to just like stop stop them so we did what is the point yeah that's it's like the most and it's like such an antithesis of what we stand for and you're right it's like built into our name (laughs) like right what you know i don't know but everybody can go just burn it to the ground i'm not saying we should burn someone up but we can just burn the system down um so you know what that runs is a friend of mine posted something about how so I know Kanye West is problematic in different ways and there's lots of things we could talk about Kanye West but he has this song my favorite Kanye West song is called Spaceship and there's this whole line about how um, he used to work at the Gap and how at the Gap like they would sort of like whenever they they would accuse him of stealing or whatever but then also when a black person would come in the store they'd push him to the front and use him as their token black person. And it's like a really, it's a pretty famous song. It's like a really powerful line of the song. The whole song is great. Everyone's supposed to do it. It's very much about like trying to rise to the top, like against all odds. And um, I, my friend just posted that he's going to be uh, the like working for The Gap now, like a face of The Gap in some sort of. <laughs> Your friend? No, is? Kanye West, Kanye West? is going to oh. be. So after like oh. shitting on The Gap and being like, oh, fuck the see? system. That's. He like is going to be working for them. And that made me so even if 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 he had gone and worked for like Abercrombie, I wouldn't feel so bad. (laughs) But like that it's specifically the gap. I was like, why? Why? So maybe he'll get pushed back and he won't do it. I don't know by the time this is out. But uh, I just thought that was a shame. Man, that is such a bummer. But that's true. It's like you you have these moral values that you stand on and that I think that you get famous on. And then because of capitalism, money and all that stuff, people really just tore themselves out again. I don't know. Yeah, absolutely. No, I think that that's right. And I think that like in addition to that, so some of the stuff we're talking about, we're like dancing around this because I don't know if all of our listeners know exactly what's going on. And like the, it's not just the comedy community, but like in all the entertainment industry and in all the world, really. But just that um, there's just a lot of accusations coming out like of sexual misconduct again. I mean, it's just because they're not we're not done because there's still people doing it. So, nope. uh, so like that's been hot, like on Twitter and the comedy community has been buzzing about it and stuff. Um, but also that the idea that like a lot of some of these people that are being accused are all also not that talented and they're really famous and you're like so so we're celebrating this white male mediocrity anyway which is like a problem anyway (laughs) and then he also turns out that that you know this particular person i'm thinking of is like trying to get 14 year olds to send him nudes over the you know snapchat chris delia i'm gonna say his name it's chris delia delia chris delia i don't know him i don't know anything about him but I've been reading, I've been like obsessively reading all those like messages and stuff. And like, he's a creep and he's not good and he's not funny. I'm so sorry. <laughs> and if you're, if you're, if you think he's funny, okay, that's fu- whatever. Cause it's sub- comedy is subjective. But so many people's responses when people are like, well, he's not even funny or like, I don't even know. People are just like, shut up. Like you're an, you're a cow. You're an idiot. Like he's a funny guy. And if you don't get it, like you're a snowflake or, you know what I mean? It's just like, what is this? What is this? Right. Yeah, I had a conversation with a friend of mine the other day about like what is happening in the comedy 
community and but like th- there's two very clear things that are happening like there's the pc purity cancel culture over here that like you cannot misstep or you're done right and then there's the me too movement things that are still happening and i think that it's important to like the wokeness of this side versus the other like no matter if someone is pc or what like let's all agree that any kind of creepy behavior like texting a young being with a young child any of that stuff like that we have to hold to a higher moral standard of knowing that like no matter what that is unacceptable behavior pc racist stuff uh, obviously we have to be holding people more accountable for that type of behavior as well um it's just all we all got to burn it all to the ground. Yeah, it's, let's just but start again. Let's we'll start but again. But there's two. But there's two really important things that are happening. I think, and I and I mean, I I really we're gonna get into Facebook now because of free speech, and I think that free speech is so important. Obviously, that's what um, America prides themselves on. Um, you can say you have the right to say whatever you want. But let me tell you, you can say whatever you want. You just better know that there's going to be you have to be accountable then and um, understand that there are repercussions for whatever you say or whatever, you know? Absolutely. And Mark Zuckerberg, that's what his platform is, is that they never want to be like the free speech police, I guess. Or well, I see, that's, what, so this is like an interesting thing, right? It's like, what's the difference between free speech and like slander or um, free speech and like hate speech and hate, free speech yeah. and lying, like propagating propaganda fake and lies, spreading fake news, right? And those things are dangerous. Mm-hmm. And so I think that maybe again, like you're saying, the idea that like okay, you can say it if you want, but if it's a problem, there's going to be a repercussion to that, you know. And maybe the repercussion is that you have to take that shit down, you know. So it is like I, I, I don't, I don't, I get. I get it that like from a from a from a intellectual point of view, it's a slippery slope. But then there is just got to be this like human morals kind of perspective that we have to take. And I wanted to just and I think we should do like a whole episode about the sexual misconduct stuff one day or sometime soon, eventually. But one of the things I wanted to say about that and I want to and I'm just going to touch on it. We can talk more or not or we'll talk about it later. But like there's this other thing about how. One of the arguments, there's two things that keep coming up when people are arguing about like the Crystalia stuff or whatever. One is, uh, where's the proof? And my feeling is like, first of all, in sexual kinds of you know rape and stuff, it's very hard to get proof, especially if it's a touch, especially if there's not like a penetrating thing. But it's like they showed their penis to me. How do I prove that? Unless I have like a picture of it or something. And like, or a witness. Or a yeah, witness. You know, yeah, like, how do you prove that? And these people have receipts. Like, they have like the actual conversations and they're all they're all like similar verbiage like it's clearly all coming from him there's mo- there's like 20 women now that have come out that have like receipts for this and people are still like well they f- they faked it it's not real or like it or, that's not proof that's not proof so I, what i want to ask those people is like what would make you feel like it's proof and do you think that it's actually plausible that every time someone gets like sexually mistreated somehow whether it be online or physically how do you prove it like what do you want from people you know Mm. and also i also know that sometimes we've talked about this before this is not the majority but i think it's always worth mentioning sometimes women lie sometimes people lie about these things so you also don't you know that's also that can be slander right if it's not backed up at all by anything so i understand that that is an issue but it's not as big of an issue as we think as these people think Mm -hmm. and my other question that i want to bring up and talk about is that like everyone's like with the crystalia thing his thing is that it's sort of like well were they were they 14 or were they 18 were they children or were they like of legal age and my feeling is like who cares Mm -hmm. (laughs) like why why have we just decided that like that it's okay once you're 18 to be preyed upon. When you're 20, it's okay to be preyed upon and be harassed. Why is that okay? You know? And I think that we have to start asking ourselves and stop, like, people have to stop hiding behind the, like, law of, you know, pet, what is it? The the legal age of consent. It's like, but that, why? Like, sure, I don't think we shouldn't have the law, but I'm just saying that morally, it's still objectionable to 
harass people. And I think that if that person is working in your workplace and is potentially harassing people around you that you don't even know about, maybe your young intern or something, and you don't know because no, it's most people that get harassed don't say anything because it hurts them, the people that are being harassed, then you're just promoting this guy and like leaving this guy in your workplace. And he doesn't, he's not, because he didn't do anything illegal, we're not supposed right. to punish him or like deal with it. Like that's a whole, I mean, again, we can talk about it another time, but like <laughs> that, or if you have something to say, please, but like, that drives me insane. Like, that's where I'm kind of coming at this now. I'm like, I don't care about legal anymore. I care about is it is it right to do or is it not right, right to do? Right. We all have a conscience. We all know what's morally right. I mean, it, it. just hearing you talk, it just I get so infuriated thinking about Monica Lewinsky again. We did a full right. episode on it with with uh, Brooke Rogers. She's amazing. Uh, listen to that episode. But it's like who got slandered during that full thing? Monica Lewinsky. And, and she here was, was we have young. a power and she was young and here we have a the most powerful person in the United States of America who should morally morally know better. And he does. Just, he, he does knows, know better. He does know and better. And he did it anyway. Yeah. It's these fucking men, sorry men, fucking men that think that they're so powerful that nothing they all have no repercussions. And they and you know why? Because that's the system has allowed that to happen. So burn it down. Yeah. So burn it down, right? <laughs> so that's the burn thing. It. And I think that, like, that's the thing. It's like, you know, on the one hand, I mean, I'm going to play devil's advocate or something for a second and just say, like, poor Chris D'Elia, because he grew up in a world where you're allowed to get away with that. And now he's going to be the martyr. He's going to be the one that gets called out. But also, I mean, fuck him. I don't really mean that. But you know what I'm saying? Like, I think that that's part of like people also are like, oh, but wait a minute. It's always been like that. I'm like, yeah. And it's not, not anymore. okay. Yeah, but no nope, more. We're not yeah, doing this it. anymore. Yeah, yeah. No. If anything, I mean, so many things are going to be changing. So many, so much change is happening. Get ready for it, y'all, because we're, we're going to be leading yeah. it. <laughs> and we're not coming out of this pandemic the way we went into it. And like, that's exciting, I think. Yes. It's going to be, I, I mean, I hope it's not difficult. I think that everyone should just get on board because <laughs> it's going to happen anyway. So like, don't fight it. Just re- as my abuser once said, just relax. Just relax. <laughs> So just oh, relax God. into it, guys. Don't worry. Oh. Just, just let it happen. Nope. Nope. So, Here, I'm going to quote Stacey Abrams because I was on a Zoom call with her and 10,000 people last night. Oh, yeah. I just want to state, state that that was um, more people than the Trump rally <laughs> I was on Zoom with. <laughs> love it. Love I it. Love that. But Safely she, distanced. She, it was for um, this really great thing. I think any everybody should do it. Vote Save America. Go to their website. Adopt a swing state because it's the swing states that really that we can flip blue and then get that Satan devil out of the White House. But honestly, seriously, we have to do anything and everything we can for this election because it's very important. But what Stacey said that I thought was so awesome was like turn that rage into action. I we we talk about it so much rage happening right now. Just I'm so angry. I'm just so mad at the system. Yeah. The system is broken. The system has failed us and and we have been complacent. We have been and especially as white people. We, it, the system has built for us and so we've just been sitting here and riding it. Yeah. But guess what? I mean, it, it's it's we cannot afford to be complacent anymore. No. Donald Trump will win again. He will. If we do not, if every single person doesn't hold each other accountable, don't you don't call you, you right now. It's like we you have to call your family members that still support him yeah. and have these tough conversations. Yeah. You we that's the least you can do. Yeah. And I mean, I'm I, I a couple months ago, the beginning of the pandemic, I would have said, no, 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 I'm going to shut them out. I don't want to have those conversations like because that makes me uncomfortable. Well, guess what? 2020, it's time to get very uncomfortable, as, yeah. especially as white people. Yeah. And it's there's nothing wrong with being uncomfortable. It's part it's part of like change. It's part of growth. Right. You right. know, I think, a, for example, I think a lot of people avoid therapy because it's really uncomfortable to go through like a lot of your like going into yourself and like and, and meditation is like and this meditating too. And you're uncomfortable oh, to meditate because right. you're having to kind of sit with yourself. Yeah, it's good. You got it. Ah. But like um, but I think that that that's where growth happens through the discomfort. Right you know right so i so mean turn that I rage know. into action i love it absolutely and you know and that's one of the things that we've done with the band if you haven't listened to our band yet like and you want to f- we were able to turn rage about you know f- sex you know inequality and within 
the double standard, just so yeah, many gender different inequality, whatever, with uh, and turn it into like comedy and try to like still spread a message and not to toot our own horn or whatever. But um, I just toot, I've been toot. thinking about yeah, and I think there's always more to do. Don't get me wrong, I'm not saying we did it. Like there's more to do, but I think it's cool that like. I am, and then and then we were doing that message, and then that the mainstream didn't want it, us to say it. <laughs> they mm. didn't want to put us on TV for that shit. And mm. I went, I went back and watched this one, another comedian's sets. He has done like a million late night sets, and and shame on you, Conan. Sorry, but like he would be on Conan all the time, and his sets were so homophobic, so racist. And this mm. is like, just like not like a couple years ago. And, it's, and he'll be like, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. And you're just like, well, wait a minute. Like, yeah, there's truth but they in comedy. Wouldn't, so. But they wouldn't put. So they put him on like 50 times, but they wouldn't have us on. Right. Like, you know, I'm not. And I'd hate to say like, maybe we weren't good enough. Fine. Put somebody else on. But like, the point is, you're choosing who you're putting on your platform, you know? Right. Um, and then when it comes back to Facebook and Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> circling back to that. I mean, the the rage there is that we've never been able to promote any kind of ads right. on the, their platforms just because of the name of our band, right. just because whores exist. We always get the response back saying that your ad has not been approved because you're soliciting sex. Like, have you watched what we put on there? You're clearly not looking at. So that's another interesting thing, because <laughs> uh, Mark Zuckerberg loves to talk about how he doesn't want to censor anybody. And yet he has done nothing but censor us and some of our other female friends uh, and comedians for ages. And I know it's the same in the with some black people that have been trying to voice opinions. Mm -hmm. They get censored. So it's they only want to keep white male voices totally totally free to speak with their minds if right. they're if oh, but also only if they're aligning with like white supremacy ideals mm -hmm. <laughs> um so like that's and i know if you think like oh you're being so dramatic i'm like go fuck yourself <laughs> like, <laughs> we're not we're not we're not we try to do everything the right way you know you try to go you try to promote you're like okay well if we change our name like this or if we do this or we do whatever like if we explain to you if we show you all of our receipts if we show you we have a trademark with our name the trademark office said our name is fine so why can't we promote our album that's coming out right with you the know? copyright right right but no no you're selling wasn't there one time they were like no you're selling dildos <laughs> we're like we're not selling dildos <laughs> we're not selling dildos we'd probably make more money selling dildos and you know what's wrong with selling dildos anyway what has, what has a dildo done to you? Make dildos, not guns. Burn it all down. Burn Don't it all burn down. your dildos. Burn burn the establishment. No, use your dildo. <sighs> burn the system. Burn the patriarchy. <laughs> burn it. Burn it down. Yeah. Well, and also it's so sad that like now Facebook owns Instagram too. So you can't you can't hide anywhere. Well, this is where the moral dilemma, you know, I fully know that Facebook is the devil. Facebook owns Instagram. WhatsApp. I love WhatsApp. I get to talk to all these people around the world. Um, but like, I'm trying to be more responsible with my money and investment and just and I think that now's the time to really understand where you're spending your money. Amazon is the devil as well. Mm -hmm. Do you use do I use Amazon still? Yes, I ordered cat food yesterday from Amazon because it's the quickest. And I forgot to buy my cat who lives in Brooklyn some cat food. Right. So I yeah, immediately it's like convenience. Yeah. So well, I will that say I canceled me. all of my I stopped using Amazon and I canceled my Amazon Prime, even though there's so many great shows on that Amazon Prime. But like I think <laughs> yeah. that I just did it. And I've, I will say that like it was there's been some growing pains doing that. But there's you can find other places even yeah. during the pandemic. You can find other places to order things. And then I had somebody give me a lot of pushback about it. And he's like, well, what am I going to do if I need something overnight? Like, well, then, you know, then use Amazon. I don't know. Like it's like that's <laughs> your personal decision to make. I'm going to choose not I'm going to decide I don't need that thing overnight personally. Right. If your cat needs cat food desperately. Yeah. Then maybe then we use Amazon. But like maybe, you know, maybe I could have figured something just, else out. Or maybe <laughs> we could buy some like some filet mignon and chop it up and give it to her. You know what I mean? I don't know. Like there's like <laughs> there's just like other there's things we can I think that we can be better about that. But anyway, so yes. I did not mean yes. to and I'm not attacking you either. It's everybody. We're all doing it. It's all No, but know. I but I think it's a good point of just, you know, here I am saying stating all this stuff that right. I don't agree with Facebook and Instagram. I st I'm still on them. They still like they give us the band our platform in order right. to cross to you know to promote if we didn't have these things I, do, I do not know what we would do but I would also say that like if um not only as a promotional tool has it been really useful but when I think about like 
what I experienced during the height of the um, protests, and especially where the protests were getting really violent uh, in other towns, I was on Facebook watching Facebook Live, being mm. able to be at these protests. And if we didn't have Facebook, I wouldn't have seen those things. I wouldn't have been, and, and, and we wouldn't be able to spread some people's, I really do believe that without Facebook and Instagram, we wouldn't be able to be changing people's minds. People's minds wouldn't be opening as much. So it's, it is a catch 22 mm. because if you just get off the platform, then who are you talking to? You know, now, if we could start a new platform that everybody jumps on and has being run by a better person, then that'd be great. But we don't have that yet. You know what I mean? So I do think that like um, it is a hard that is a hard versus Amazon where you really can order things somewhere else. You know, I have hope there's a lot of people quitting Facebook right now. And those sexy someone will start a new thing. Yeah. The sexy nerd boys call me first off and then second build (laughs) us a new platform. Yeah, Ugh. I wouldn't be surprised so it's if coming. starts. Oh, yeah, absolutely. The only thing that I worry about a new platform is that um, then there's so in the the one hand, it could still be a good way to transmit information like a protest is happening here or like whatever or we're going to whatever. But the one thing that's been nice about Facebook is that everybody joined before it got political. Right. So you still have people from both sides of the aisle on there. So you still have a chance to reach people that you wouldn't normally be able to reach necessarily. Whereas if we just make an insulated, insular, like new platform that's like very liberal, you think right. like your uncle's going to join that or whatever, like right. that's not going to happen. So I do think there's some, there is like a potential to use this to our advantage, but it also does mean we need to put pressure on um, Zuckerberg to like not censor the wrong things, you know? Yeah. I agree. Speaking of like businesses and stuff, I like ha- this is so crazy that like you don't even you you just you're born into a system. You think it's normal. You just like let it be what it is. You don't question it much, you know, as you're growing up and then you start to question or whatever. But then maybe you don't question enough or you question to a certain point, but maybe not whatever. And then the other day I was walking, I did my daily walk. I do a walk so I can move my legs around and I check in um, with her and make sure she goes for her daily walk. walk. <laughs> you got to um, get outside mental gotta health. Be outside guy. a little bit with my mask on. Uh, but I was walking by and there was this like new building being built on my block and it's very nice and it's like definitely like you know gentrification type kind of a building and my first thought was like I want to live in a nice building like that that would be nice and I was like well maybe I will one day and like maybe you know if things come through who knows and there's then it was sort of a hope you know at first it was like oh and then it was like a hope and then I like looked at the people that were building the building you know if I say something wrong right now please call me out on it but like this is what I observed. It was uh, mostly Latino men who, um, and I know these guys just from my neighborhood that they, don't, you know, they don't, their English is not great. They don't have maybe a lot of opportunities to like have other jobs. And so they're working on this building. They probably don't make a lot of money. And I thought like they, they're, they're doing this. They're building this thing. And then they don't get to enjoy a house like that. They don't get to work on a house like that and then go, hey, I'm going to get a house like this, too. And I was like, you know, and I know that's how America was built with slaves, period. It was like the slaves built America and then they didn't get to enjoy the house that they built for that, you know, general. They were just like the work people that they came in and did it, you know. Now, these people, I, I know the people I was looking at today, the other day were getting paid, but like still not a lot. You know what I mean? And they're trying right. to like feed their families for first rich people to then like live in there whatever and i thought how crazy would it be how crazy if we lived in a world where like people were built houses because they were good at building houses and they got paid a, it was a craft and like a you know a thing and it not that it isn't but like th- these people got paid a lot of money to build a house because they deserved that money because they worked really hard to build it and then when they were building a house they were like this looks like my house because like everybody was had an ability to to have everything that we would all deserve to have, which is nice things. And mm. I thought it was kept thinking about it. I was like, OK, and what about like Amazon workers, pe- factory workers? We always say like, oh, these factory workers, like that's such a bad job to have. But it's a, it's a, it can be an honorable, wonderful job to have. It's just that 
we look down upon it because they we don't pay factory workers enough. We don't make their workplaces safe enough. But what if we paid factory workers a hundred thousand dollars a year? What if every factory worker got a hundred thousand dollars a year and they and they had very safe environments and they had wonderful breaks and they were proud of the work that they did and they were crafts they're craftsmen. They'd be craftsmen, craftsmen working yeah. these things. Even even engineers working the machines. I mean, there's all these these people are very good at what they do. They are craftsmen. They are, you know, and they don't get paid properly. But what if then they came home and they lived in their nice, like wonderful house and they were able to feed their family on 40 hours a week and not have to have three other jobs? And and the teachers that teach your children wouldn't have to be bartenders at night because they were making, you know, enough money to feed everybody. It doesn't have to be crazy amounts of money, but just enough. And the fact that like the majority of the people on this in this country can't even hardly make enough money after working 40 hours a week. I was like, wait a minute, this is like, and it's not like I don't know, but just sort of like thinking about this like quote unquote utopia, which just seems like it should be the obvious thing, right? And I thought like, well, who would suffer? Because, you know, it's like if somebody has more then somebody has less, I was like, so who would suffer? Who would be like suffering from this? And I was like, well, the person that would sacrifice would be these very rich CEOs like a Jeff Bezos who has a trillion dollars now so is it how much of a sacrifice is it for jeff bezos to be a 100 millionaire instead of a trillionaire how much does his life quality of life go down for for an amazon employee to be able to like pay for their medical bills that is i'm seeing right now like does he eat his eggs benedict with gold on top or I mean, does and he how, remove the yeah. gold like right. seriously what and is honestly, the difference does he even have gold i mean yeah exactly why so you have seven boats instead of three <laughs> like you've got a hundred houses instead of 50 i mean i don't even know what are you sp- you're not he's not even spending that money on, i mean spending it but like like what is this what have we done what have we and how do we how do we and of course they do it to us but like how do we find ourselves in a place that then we're we're fighting like you know white supremacy versus black lives matter and stuff and all those people don't make enough money <laughs> you know what i mean i mean fuck white supremacists but i'm just saying that like that's like part of the whole thing where they say like you know they just make us turn against each other and not look not keep our focus on the people that are actually ruining everything for everybody else and then mm-hmm. what do you get from that like how i get being motivated to like become rich or whatever but so you're rich Right. You see, you're right. You're you're the the word rich doesn't even touch what Jeff Bezos says. And I bet they're not not, happy. I bet they're not fulfilled. I bet that they still, you know, have to drown their sorrows with buying things by with with, murdering other people with like making other people's lives miserable. Right. And just think of how it's like not even that hard of a solution. The solution is that especially these big companies pay people more. At their own expense, people are like, well, it's my expense. I pay so many taxes. Well, first of all, you don't pay a lot of taxes compared to everybody else. Mm -hmm. And number two, like, so you have so much. And then they want to say, and then they want to say, oh, well, I worked hard for this. I'm like, did you? Did you go into the factory and make those things? Right. Did you go do anything? I don't know. I didn't see you done Yeah, I don't think you did that. I just don't think you did that. Right. You think you built this by yourself? Right. No, you did it on the backs of other people people yeah 100 so anyway that's my whole that, burn it down <laughs> burn it down no but yeah. seriously i think you made some really really great points there and but that is why it needs to be very important you have to start being responsible we have i i am telling all of us myself, me too yep all, all of us things. we ha- i mean money money makes the world go round the money is is what makes america great or whatever the fuck we we have got to be responsible in how we spend our money. We have to be responsible with where we work. I know that some people don't get to choose, but I have really been reflecting long and hard on will I go back to my hotel job? Right. Because those people are evil. Yeah. No, <laughs> I'm in the bad same position. People. Yeah. I make really, really good money, but they're bad people. I will not go back to work for them. I cannot. This is this is the time that we have to reflect on our own lives and our our choices and 
I mean, many, many, many people don't have that luxury to choose. And, and I that's think if you don't have, thing. yes, I was gonna say, if you don't have the luxury to choose, then don't feel guilty about that. That's fine. No, but if but if you are in a position where you can choose, like where you know, then do <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Then tr- then really think about it. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know either. I mean, I, it it just hit me so hard that it was like this utopia of just everybody being able to take care of themselves and live happily and like be and it really what it looks like in my brain is just a community mm-hmm. it's just a community of people that love each other and take care of each other and they take care of themselves and they take care of their mm-hmm. families and their bosses say like take the day off like you deserve it or the and, but i mean yeah, but also and, and we're gonna pay that. you yeah and we're gonna and i'm gonna pay you more than enough money to do what you need to do maternity and leave of, co- of course we're gonna do paternity oh, leave as well like, please why not why wouldn't we we want to make sure that right. you feel happy and healthy and you want to come back to work you know and feel good about it happy Versus workers this, are like, better yeah. workers what's the saying i don't know <laughs> no but it's true yeah. i mean there's it this, is true look at your i mean yeah well, as I say, there's those CEOs that like kind of figured it out and they cut their salaries way down and gave like a little bit of stock to all their employees and paid their employees better. And everybody is happier and then is working more and just working mm-hmm. harder. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And I and people that are like, oh, but these poor people are taking advantage of the system. I'm like, who's really taking advantage of the system? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is it the quote unquote welfare people or is it these giant companies that have these loopholes? Like, I think we really need to think about this more <laughs> all right. of us all of us yeah. we just have accepted that this is the system and it's like with the police it's like we accept that the police brutalize people why right why Mm-mm. that's silly that's silly you guys no more <laughs> let's turn that rage silly. into action what is yeah. your action we're gonna start holding y'all accountable <laughs> yeah. we're, and we're you have to hold us, us. Yeah. yeah yeah i just I don't like making phone calls. It makes me uncomfortable. Guess what, Make bitches? I've been doing some phone calls. Yeah. I stutter. I get nervous. It's fine. It's not, it's not the end of the world, or it will be, <laughs> truly. Right, right. But also, you when the more phone calls you make, the more comfortable it gets. Right. Exactly. I used to have to cold call random people for this dumb internship I had once. So I'm not so that, you know, I'm good on the phone. I'm like, I'm going to call them. <laughs> I know. Yeah, Katie always makes the calls because I don't like, I don't like talking, but you know what? I, I get it though. I get it. I understand. It's great. I have a podcast. I can talk or can I? I don't know. Sometimes not so much. Anyway, burn it <laughs> all to the ground. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Nothing matters. No, everything again. does matter. Reset. Everything matters so much that we need to restart. Press the yes. restart button. Yes. And we're gonna restart. Just, it's going to be so great, you guys. Imagine a world where everybody is like loves each other and takes care of each other. And it just like works out. People get paid. Now. People get paid. Look, People make their money. Everybody? Men text you back. <laughs> but, or if they don't text you back, they're respectful <laughs> about it. They're like, hey, sorry, I'm just not really interested in this relationship. And you're like, thank you for being honest. Right. <laughs> Imagine you know, that. I get it. It's not that everyone has to like us. It's just that let's just be nice to each other. Right. No more ghosts. Hey, actually, I would prefer if we did not have sex right now. Oh, no problem. That's totally fine. <laughs> How about that? That would be nice. That would be <laughs> it was like that. Gosh. Anyway, I think more community. But, hey, I think it's about community. Community. Yeah. Community. community. Capitalism. Understand where your money goes. Uh, did we check all the, you know, fuck Mark Zuckerberg. Fuck, fuck Mark Zuckerberg. Uh, fuck yeah, what Trump. else did? Fuck white supremacy. Yeah. Oh, fuck it all. Fuck. Fuck God, I want to fuck. I want to get fucked. Oh God! Uh, uh, no. <laughs> anyway, well, this was fun. This worked out for the for the best. I think just a nice little venting session. Yeah, my chest hurts a little, but that's all right. Uh, it's just it's, it's yeah. all wound. I'm all wound up now. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. I'm so, no, I'm it's okay. Best. I'm gonna make some more phone calls. <laughs> make some phone calls. <laughs> Can I make some phone Girl. calls? Everybody should making some be making some phone calls. Even that. I mean, they never calls. answer. No, they, I rarely Usually ever it's like get mailbox a human is being full. Yeah, or they're yeah. like mailbox yeah. is full. We can't even leave a message. You're like, all right, well, yeah, I love it. I love it, especially when my mother calls, though. Oh, I love she's it. just like the sweetest, wonderful, and she, you know, it's great. Anyway, well, maybe quick I'll shout, I just want to do a quick <laughs> shout out to my mother because we had a really great cock. Yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was conversation and talk. <laughs> we shared a great cock. Um, <laughs> oh my god, no. Sorry, sorry. Nope, nope, nope. That was just a misspeak. Anyway, me and my mother, she's a gem. We had a great conversation. <laughs> That's what I want to say. Uh, just about like everything, about women's stuff, about race stuff, about everything. And she is amazing. She's just so, she's like, she's been reading shit about this stuff long before 
people were feeling guilty, guilted into reading it. So I feel really, I'm really proud of her. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Anyway, I just wanted to give a little shout out. I don't do that enough. That's good. Does your mom listen or no? No. She does. That's no. why I don't yeah. think about it that much. But That's good. <laughs> yeah. I, my mom was listening and then she'd give me notes every week. And then finally I was like, you know, stop. I don't know if it's <laughs> okay. so good. Good. Thanks. <laughs> I get it. I have things to work on. I say uh, like a lot. I understand. Oh, God. Yeah. I gave up. Anyway. On anyway. Yeah. All right. Well, number one thing to remember, burn it all down. Okay. Yep. <laughs> but like in a good way. You know what I mean? Like in a, yeah. in a hypothetical way, not in like a literal way. Yes. Yes. Don't just hurt reset. anybody. Nobody no, nobody hurt anybody no. else. No hurting. No. Let's just all keep in mind that community of people that live in in harmony together singing reformed horse songs. Yeah. You know? We're going to – that'll all. be our national anthem. We'll be Girls Poop too. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Uh, anyway. <laughs> well, if you have anything you want to say, please send us an email. We love it. Uh, fight with us. We're just – we're feeling feisty. <laughs> Come oh on. God. So feisty. Bring it. Or just say something nice. We like that, too. Yeah. I'm going to send an email to bookings.com right now, too. They charge my mother $150 extra. I don't know why. Nope. I got to call them now, too. Unacceptable. Bring out your Karen. Bring out your inner Karen. Use your Karen for good. That's what I said. I'm going to use my Karen for good. I I think we could sell T-shirts and say that. Use your Karen for good. Yeah. I'd be like, call Uh, the manager. I want racism to stop. Also, I saw my. I have a, one scrunchie. It's really cute. It's denim with like sparkles, and I ke- I keep putting it in my hair. And the other day, I couldn't find it, and I was like, "Where's my hymen?" And my mom was like, "What are you what?" <laughs> so now I'll my scrunchie is. Anyway, listen to the, the vir- virginity. Yeah, episode if you don't get that reference, one. you have. Yeah, to Yeah, that to sounds kind of weird, yeah. but yeah. <laughs> anyway, all right, okay, all right. Enough, enough. It was nice enough, to see enough. you guys. Oh, this is listening. so good. We love See you. you guys, Katie. Do you I mean, know how in my mind, work? I'm just imagining them all sitting around a circle in a campfire, listening to us blather on. <laughs> That's a nice, beautiful image. Uh, okay, all right. Toodles. Bye. There seems to be a common misconception around the subject of ladies' rep. People say the girls don't defecate. Ladies stand up and be proud If he walks into your far cloud Just look him in the eye